Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. can't even make it through the song. I am that I am that juice today, folks. How's everybody doing tonight? Listen, you guys have given me way too long to be off. I I, I am I, and you want me to sit there and listen through a whole song? It's not happening. Oh my lord, how's everybody doing tonight? This is Fantasy Jester FXE Live. Pay attention. Boy, let me tell you something. I hope, first of all, let's get with Happy New Year. Hope everybody's doing great. Hope you had a great New Year. I hope it started. Let me tell you something. I hope it started just a little bit like uh, mine has, and I'll get into that. You know, and it just keeps getting better and better and better. And at some point, I'll get into why, but right now, this applies. That's right. I am. That's and I'll explain. We'll get to that too because it's just the good things keep happening and what makes me ha- really I'm free. I'm free. This is great. I, I I'm like a wild man loose tonight, folks. This is fantastic, folks. As always, FXE Live coming to you live from D Land, Florida tonight, where it's 60 degrees. It's partly cloudy. It's a nice. It's it's a nice night can't complain a little cool you know some places uh it's a lot worse in the country right now winter storm helena uh you know i'm getting used to that whole you know i'm a little older so i'm not used to them naming winter storms i mean uh that's only over the past maybe what five ten years that i've done that so you know normally i like to say i hope it's as nice wherever you are tonight i know some of you out there listening. Uh, I don't really want to rub in that it's, you know, 60 degrees right now. and It's a little chilly. And uh, I certainly don't want to rub in that we will have a day of winter. Uh, actually, winter will be this Sunday, from what I'm hearing. Uh, the high will be 50. So uh, winter will have arrived here in Florida. Uh, and you can mark it on your calendar this Sunday, winter in Florida. Uh, make sure you Go ahead and mark that on your calendar, folks. Again, I, I'm not trying to rub that in. Would I be that kind of person? Would, would I do that? Would I do that? No, of course. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. And uh, I have no problem saying, hey, listen, it's not my fault if you don't live here. I, I didn't tell you not to. You can pick up your stuff. You can move. Believe it or not. Some people are like, I can't move. I can't move. Shut up. Yes, you can. Just get up. Go. Ah, but I'm afraid. No, shut up. Believe in yourself. Give yourself a half ounce of I can believe in myself. And you know what? You can move anywhere on this planet. 
Folks, and, and that's where I'm coming from. Uh, I, I guess because I'm feeling a little bit like King Kong coming out tonight, just really ready to tear things up. You know, we've got, of course, I'm going to talk about FXE. I've got a lot to talk about that. And, you know, we're going to get to WWE eventually. We'll get there. A uh, couple, well, we have over here a couple of quiet shows. That's pretty much what I saw, but we're going to get into that. And tonight, you know, a little different. We're going to get into that as well. But let me tell you something. The beginning of the year, from the first day of the year on, it's just been, I've been busy. Uh, you know, while everybody else in the staff was on vacation, I, I've been busy myself. And matter of fact, on the first, I was uh, I was over watching. It, it's weird. As some of you know, I watch uh, wrestling on occasions uh, uh, with Jimmy Hart. And I found myself in a weird position. You know, Jimmy, uh, when we watch wrestling, yeah, Jimmy's got his spot. I've got my spot. And him and I like Cisco and Ebert watching the shows and it's fun, but it's what you expect. It's Jimmy Hart. Of course, you're going to watch wrestling. If you're going to watch something, you're going to watch wrestling with Jimmy Hart. Here's what happened. Sunday, I had the treat of sitting and watching football with Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart's a football fan. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. Big football fan. Get out of here. Yeah, me too, Jimmy. Guess what? I follow the Giants. He's like, oh. I go, why? He goes, watch what channel I put on, you know, because he's got a bunch of TVs there and whatnot. The main one right there, he puts on the New England game. I go, what? Jimmy Hart is a New England Patriots fan. It broke my heart. And then he's telling me, Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, great guys, great guys. You know, I've had Tom Brady signed the jersey, sent it to me, and uh, I've got Gronkowski's uh, signed. Yeah, I got it upstairs over. Oh, killing me, Jimmy. Really? And, and he, the only thing, though, is it, it's easy. Just like any other, I love him. He's a gentleman. I love him. He's a great guy. If you get the opportunity, go see him. Absolutely great guy. All right, now listen. Absolute gentleman, but he's still a New England Patriots fan. And like every other New England Patriots fan, if you're a giant, it doesn't matter. They're very quiet around you. They will talk around every other fan out there, but they're quiet around giant fans. And we were able to actually just talk about the football games themselves and what he thought of different teams actually as well. That was fun. That was, that was on, uh, that was Sunday and was able to go ahead and have a good time. Then, then, Okay, so Monday comes, Monday night, Raw, I'm going to be over there again. And hanging out with Jimmy and getting ready to watch it, I'm sitting with a couple people. One of those people is going to be a guest on the show next week, actually. And another one's going to be uh, on the show in a couple of weeks. Uh, Well, anyway, I'm sitting there, and in walks one dirty bitch, former TNA and uh, Ring of Honor wrestler. Uh, I I don't have to tell you who he, who she is. If you're a wrestling fan, you know who one dirty bitch is. So, and she walks in, and sure enough, uh, you know Jimmy introduced us and all this stuff, and we're sitting and talking. And uh, it turns out that in the near future, she's getting set up over there. 
Uh, she's got she she's gotten into uh, cooking and things like that. And over right next to Jimmy's, she's opening up a restaurant over there. And she's got her, you know, she's already got her whiskey barbecue sauce and all that. Well, anyway, I've had an opportunity to sit and talk with her. You know, uh, as soon as she mentioned restaurant and food, anybody who knows me and has seen me understands I'm going to have an interest. What's going on? So she's telling me about her whiskey barbecue sauce and all this. And, you know, we started talking about it. And matter of fact, uh, right here on my on my desk right in front of me is my autographed bottle from One Dirty Bitch of the whiskey barbecue sauce. And we are going to make some uh, she's making some pulled pork for me to sample uh, next week when I go there. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. So I'll, I'll report back on how that was uh, to you next week. But so, all right, so uh, talking to her, and she's eventually going to come on the podcast. As soon as she's set up, she's got a lot going on between the wrestling and the restaurant and this, that, the other. Busy lady. So we'll get her on. Uh, I, obviously, I, I use the word lady very loosely uh, when I talk to her, I talk about her, uh, because seriously, um, she has, uh, she's got one what she's endowed let's put it that way she's endowed and uh I, and I mentioned about motorboating and uh if you've seen on my twitter page facebook uh that didn't go over very well and she popped me right in the face so if you haven't seen the picture yet you haven't been on uh fantasy jester page or on twitter uh take a look it's on there she's <laughs> clocked me right in the puss so um it's there. Uh, I can't deny it. And you can uh, see that. So it'll be interesting. You know, do I get her back to, you know, for hitting me? Do I, do I get her back and go, yeah, yeah. I tried the pulled pork and it was garbage, you know, even if it was the greatest pulled pork I've ever had. So uh, we'll have a little fun with that. If you notice folks, as my year continues, one of the things I happen to be uh I'm free to do what I want and your time I said I'm free to do what I want and your time That's right. If you notice I am solo. I am free as the breeze. Somebody, hello, is somebody missing? Is there, isn't there supposed to be another voice in here? Hello? Yes, that's right. Folks, if you've listened to the show, which many of you have, you know who I'm talking about. For those of you who are new, my partner in all the podcasts and everything we do here, JT. Uh, JT is starting to live the life. He's starting to understand, and he's, I, I think he's enjoying himself a little bit. I might have to reel him in a little bit. He's, uh, he, he's starting to feel that, you know, that stardom coming on. He's starting to get that attention, and I, I love him, but he's, got, he's already got a big head, and I think it's going – I think fame might – I don't know. I, I'm starting to wonder, is fame getting to him? All I know is this. He asked, uh, he said, do you mind? I'm still, on, I, I want to finish out my vacation. I'm having a great time. He's been a couple of places over the country in these uh, past couple of days. And uh, so I said, yeah, no, go, go, go right ahead. We have a couple of guests anyway on tonight. 
we're expecting uh, we're expecting Everett Lee to call in. Uh, want to talk to him and uh, wish him Happy New Year. See how he's doing if he's got anything going on. Uh, we saw him at uh, Jimmy Hart's the other night and had him on over and uh, hope he had a good time. We'll f- we're gonna, you know what? We're gonna find out if he did or he didn't. And then uh, also later on in the show, we're gonna have Chris Carnage join the show and uh, working on the idea of you know uh, if you've read the article on fantasyjesterSports.com. Yeah, uh, Chris Carnage and I have met. We've been talking about making uh, him a permanent member of the team and, you know, just getting him in here and getting things started with him. I have mentioned this briefly in different arenas, and I might have mentioned it on one of the shows prior to this, is I have what I believe I want to put together is – the dream team of broadcasting radio and not just the radio part of it, but also the wrestling shows themselves. Okay. The announcing team, the uh, backstage interview, all that, that goes into putting on a solid broadcast. And I, I believe I'm putting together little by little, a group of guys that I would put against any other wrestling broadcast team in any other production. You know, I, I, my co-host, he's not here and I tease about being free and everything else without him. Okay. But there is no better guy on the planet to work with than JT. He knows sports inside and out. He is prepared as prepared can be. He is a ultimate team player. So, you know, and that's why when he's saying I'm still on vacation, you mind if I take another day? There's no way I say no to the man. He hasn't missed one thing, not one thing that we've done in almost a full year now. He's never missed a day. Uh, What am I going to say? No. Guys, and he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal on the mic. He's phenomenal with the knowledge. I can't wait to have him announcing the wrestling matches. So then you go ahead, and as many of you know, and I'm proud to say, we've added Everett Lee. Now, Everett Lee has his own thing. I mean, he's he's set up nicely. He's got the Everett Lee show, and he's got that going nicely. He's had it for a little while. And I, I approached him with the idea of possibly coming on over and, you know, working for FXE. And we've been blessed to have him added onto our team. Great guy, knows his sports, does a fantastic job interviewing. He might get tossed around. Listen, we kid, we laugh, okay, he's the rag doll. Yeah, he is. He's getting tossed around in interviews. But like I've mentioned before, he's a bulldog. He's going to get his interview. He's going to get thrown around. Hey, listen, wrestlers are wrestlers. This is what happens, okay? And this guy will get in there, take his licks, to get that interview, you gotta like that. You got you, you you gotta respect that. Okay, so now I've got JT, then I've got Everett, and now, you know, met him through. They had me. Everett had me on his podcast, and uh, I thought that was great. We had a great time doing it, and met Chris Carnage. Wow, 
This guy's dynamite. I mean, literally dynamite. You know, you want to enjoy something. You want to enjoy listening to either a podcast. And, and this isn't just about my podcast here, FXE Live. This isn't just about Fantasy Jester's show uh, every Saturday night, 8 o'clock. You guys already know that. This is also about the Everett Lee show. And you got a guy like Carnage on that show. And now, little by little, yeah, Everett's like, sure, let's get everybody together. Wow. I told him, as you saw, fantasyjusticesports.com, Brad Tinsdale did the piece on. Uh, I had him out with me during my time off, and uh, he came with me during that interview with, uh, with Chris Carnage. We sat and we talked. You can go, like I said, the article's on there. You can go see it on fantasyjusticesports.com. And um, no, we are adding him. So you're going to have JT... And you're going to have Everett Lee. And now I'm going to, we're adding Chris Carnage, folks. That kind of energy, that kind of excitement, that kind of knowledge of the sport. Put that all together. And yeah, no, I'm sorry. I've said it in several different circles now. Uh, Met with a couple of promoters here over the past couple of days talking about the business and whatnot. And, you know, talking what the boys talk about. And uh, I've already told, I've told them I will put, I swear I will put my broadcast team against anybody's. I don't care. I don't care who you are. Screw you, Vince. I I swear I've got better and and I'm going to prove it. My guys are going to be loved and I won't have to say a word. I'm just going to be like, see, I told you. I've got a guy, like I said, JT, I've already held JT as the encyclopedia of broadcasting. Then, like I said, Everett Lee, bulldog of bulldogs. I don't care. Yeah, all right. The joke around here is he's a rag doll. He gets thrown around. Yeah, he does. He gets thrown around. The guy is, the guy is crazy, though. He's going to get his – he's damned if he does. He's going to get his interview. Then you get Carnage. Carnage, I'm telling you, folks, I haven't heard a guy like this since Gorilla Monsoon. This is just absolutely – this is Golden, golden, what you're going to hear coming from us, you know? And, you know, let's go ahead. He's uh, uh, pull him up on the board for me. Pull him up on the board for me. I want Everett. Get Everett. Everett should be on the line, isn't he? Yeah, pull him up on the board for me. Get him up on there and get him in, please. Thanks. Want to get him in here. I want to see what's up and uh, talk to him. Like I said, he was over at Jimmy Hart's the other day. So, okay. Yeah. Which one? That one. All right. Thanks. Everett. How are you, sir? Everett Lee. Which one was Everett Lee supposed to be on? I don't know. You tell me. Let's try that one. Okay. I've got the wrong one. Gotcha. Third one down. Gotcha. This one should be Everett. Everett? Yes, Jester. Happy New Year <laughs> and a happy late Merry Christmas to you. How you doing tonight? <laughs> great, great. I, I'm sorry. I, I I thought I counted three down and I didn't. And um, 
or uh, okay, now I'm getting <laughs> now I'm getting a number one signal. I but they're using the wrong finger for one. I all right. Yes, I know. I said it was my mistake. I counted wrong. See, everybody thinks I'm picking on the production people right away. Okay. Oh, Lord. Yeah. No, I'm great. I am absolutely. Hey, listen, but like I said, you know, I, I've started out the year and I don't know what you heard and what you haven't heard. I started out the year pretty good. And tonight I find myself. I just love it. I just love it. I have time to do whatever I want. Uh, I don't have to follow any particular schedule. And I have the courtesy of you calling in so I can spend whatever time I want with you because uh, I don't have to share the airwave tonight. So, sir, I how about that. you? I noticed. How is, how is your new year? My new year was pretty good. It was, it was really good. I spent uh, New Year's at home here with, with the wife. Uh, filling my daughter, my my wife is uh, seven months pregnant, and my wife, I got to fill my little girl kick. We're having a girl, and I got to nice. fill, her, fill her kick for the first time. And man, she is a kicker. I'll tell you, if she keeps on kicking like she does, I may have to uh, turn her into a all state uh, track star. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That is awesome. Yeah, that's fun times when you can start feeling the baby move on a regular basis and you're getting close and all that. It's an exciting, it's nervous, but it's an exciting time for you folks, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. It, it definitely is. And New Year's Eve was really good. I watched the ball drop. Um, after that, pretty much uh, called it a night and uh, got up the next day and did the cleanup, <laughs> packed up all the Christmas stuff, and especially later that day was really good when I got with with you at Jimmy Hart's restaurant bar and grill here in Daytona Beach. That was so much fun just kicking back with the mouth of the south Jimmy Hart and just watching some football and just hanging out and just spending some time. Yeah. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm I'm really glad you did. But isn't it, though? I mean, you go there, and uh, I guess, you know, he's just laid back and, and the best Southern gentleman you could meet. He makes you feel at home right away. And through that, it becomes like, ah, everybody's like a big family there. Everybody sits, talks, and it's just a great time. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely did. I definitely had, had a really good time sitting there and uh, – just just talking with Jimmy, at, uh, taking taking some pictures. Of course, you took the one picture with him with the uh, megaphone, which was really awesome. And just Jimmy Hart is such a terrific gentleman, terrific guy to be around because when people coming into his restaurant, he took the time to get up, meet with fans, shook hands, and took pictures. And he's such a great guy. I just I can't can't express how much of a great guy Jimmy Hart is. It really is. He is, uh, he's an example of how to handle your fame. What he does is real simple here. Let me give you a couple of minutes of my time. After all, I am where I'm at because of you. I mean, it really is that simple to him and he he is about as humble as can be. Great, great guy. Yeah. I enjoy his uh, time. Let me ask you something. Uh, 
You've yes. had a couple of days off now and everything. What have you been hearing? Anything FXE-wise other than, uh, well, I'll be announced. I've got a little announcement of my own, but I figured I'd let you go first. Uh, what have you been hearing? Anything? Well, I've heard through the grapevine that the renegade is in talks with the menace. What? I don't know if anyone's from. Yes. Yes. This is what I heard. I heard, I heard renegade and the menace. I don't know what happened or how this has come about, but what? I am going to try to get, yes, I'm going to try to get to the bottom of this jester. I'm going to try to get the bottom of this. Whoa, whoa, and when whoa. I... Hold on. Everett. Yeah. Listen, man, uh, yeah, I'm going to need you to check into that because let me tell you something. Uh, I've heard of this guy, Menace, and, I mean, that really, wow, really? I really don't want, though. I really would rather not. I hope those two aren't really talking because, you know, I heard through the boys, and, uh, you know, I, so it's all in good I, I, I've got good info on this one, all right, is that he walked from a major promotion. He has a, had a contract and all this, walked from a major promotion because they wanted to uh, make fun of his character, and he, he didn't like that and all this stuff, okay? And I just, I mean, this, I hope that, I hope really this isn't true. He's banned. He can't wrestle. No, he can't. What I heard from from the guys, okay, what I know of this guy, okay, if it's the same guy and everything else, yeah, I'm going to have you check into this because if it's the same guy, he's not allowed to wrestle. He's been banned. The company put out a ban that he can't wrestle anywhere. Oh, wow. he He can't step in the ring. And that probably explains why he's caused so much chaos on my podcast in the last few months with him just coming in and just causing chaos, uh, attacking Chris Carnage, putting him through a table with a ring. Oh, all right. All right. So you guys are you guys are really more familiar with him than I am uh, on that end. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. So you already know this guy's. a menace is, is being nice. <laughs> well, I guess he's being nice in his own particular way, but no, I guess I'm saying he wants to... calling him a menace is being nice. This guy's a jerk. Yes, yes, and uh, I know Chris Carnage had some few choice words for the menace because they butted heads as well, especially with him jumping Chris Carnage on my show with a ring bell and putting him through a table. There's footage up on my YouTube channel, Everett Lee Show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can check yeah. that out right there. But this oh, guy yeah. is just bad news, man, bad news. If if the Menace and the Renegade are teaming up, I don't know what that's going to mean for FXE because if he wants to get accommodations in with Renegade, then Well, he can't wrestle. No, but you see – yeah, I understand, but he can't wrestle. So, I mean, it can only – listen, first of all, Renegade's a handful of – as you already know on his own. I mean, putting the two together, I'm – that would be the biggest pain in the ass for me if he gets him uh, involved together. Oh, 
All right, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. First, I want to talk to Carnage because Carnage obviously uh, has an opinion on him. So I'll ask Carnage. He's coming on in a couple of minutes here. Um, and then we got to get the WWE because this is that that is not I had some really good news and that really isn't. All right. I'm going to give you the good news in a minute, folks. And then I'm going to bring in Carnage probably right at the uh, half hour mark. We'll get him in. We'll talk some WWE. Oh, man. Really? All right. Listen, Everett, here's what I want you to do. OK. OK. Go ahead. And I'm going to have I'll tell you what. I'll have Brad give you a call. Get with Tinsdale. OK. And work together. Let's see what we can find out about what's going on. There's a uh, hold on now. There is a uh, place. There's a I know a place where this guy hangs out. It's a it's a little tiki bar. And uh, you know what? I can't uh, <laughs> wait a minute. I almost made a mistake. I almost gave the address of the tiki bar out over the air. We'll have nine million people there. No. You guys go over. I'll get, yeah, no, listen, I'm going to shoot you a text after the show, okay? You and Tinsdale. Yeah, shoot me a text. Shoot me a text. Get a camera. See if you can get down there. I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. All right, cool. All right, man. Uh, So that's going to be it. I'll I'll have Tinsdale get with you, okay? And I'll shoot you that text after the show. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, thanks so much, Everett, for calling in, man. And uh, thanks for the news on that one. That's uh. That wasn't where I was going with the night. Thanks so much. You have a great night, man. All right, you too. Thank you, Jester. Wow, that was not where I was planning on going with my news tonight, folks. I had big news, but that was not it. Well, all right. Well, let me get to my big news, and we'll get Carnage in and talk to him. Then we'll get to WWE in a little bit. Jeez. All right. Um, Well, anyway... My good news <laughs> is uh, as we come out of this break, one of the things going into it is I told you I'd be working on, you know, what's going to happen, what's leading up, and when are we actually going to put on our first very own show? No more invading somebody else and all this stuff. When are we having a show of our own? A lot of people have been waiting for it. and. I've asked a lot of good people to be patient because of it and uh, because I want it done a certain way, and uh, it's understandable. Here's what I can give you tonight. Tonight, I can tell you the date so you can mark your calendar of when, and I can tell you it's in Florida, and I can tell you it's a done deal, but that's it because we're going to have a special Fantasy Jester show where we make the announcement we're going to work together FXE Live and the Fantasy Jester show and put on a special announcement for that reason for the the venue the card everything that you're going to need to know because you're going to mark your calendar for March 18th Mark your calendar. FXE is about to be the show you don't want to miss. I promise you that. Moving along, one of the voices of why I don't want you to miss what's going to be going on at one of my shows, Chris Carnage 
is joining the team and becoming a permanent member. He is on the line now, and I am so I couldn't be happier for the addition of this man, Chris. Welcome, sir, to FXE Live. Welcome to the team. How are you? Hey, fan. I'm doing great. How are you doing? How was your new year? <laughs> My new year has just been absolutely uh, ridiculous. It was uh, the only blemish so far on the new year was finding out Jimmy Hart was a uh, Patriots fan. Other than that, it has been, I can't tell you, it's been fantastic. Well, that is definitely some cringeworthy news, not going to lie. It hurts me to hear that there are Patriot fans. Every time I meet one, it's like, my God, what happened? I'm so sorry. Well, I know that you're a big uh, – listen, you're a sports guy. It's not just the wrestling. Uh, who Who is your football team? Well, for NFL, Philadelphia Eagles all the way. Fly, Eagles, fly. For watching a little college, then it's oh, fighting man. Irish all day. All right, you know I love to give you great news, Jester. Wow, Eagles, huh? That's wonderful news. Just what I want to hear. Well, all right, so getting back to the wrestling so we don't end this segment So uh, right now. Um, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so we're talking the show. First of all, we're going to talk the show uh, March 18th. We have the date. We can't say anything else, so please don't say anything else on the air. But March 18th is the day, so are you ready for this or what? I tell you what, I am totally excited. It's going to be amazing. People do not know what they're in for. Yeah, I, I, I really, I really think people are expecting one thing and going to get something else. But you know, we're going to have fun with it, and we'll we'll have more on that. Um, but you know, adding you to the, uh, adding you to the stable, being able to add you to the podcast, you know, uh, folks, this isn't just tonight. We're going to give you. There's going to be carnage every week here at FXE Live. One way or the other, there's going to be carnage. Sometimes <laughs> it's going to be sometimes it's going to be Everett Lee. Sometimes it's going to be me, it seems like. I'm getting you, you notice what's going on if uh Chris, uh, I've got renegade slapping me around. I just had one dirty bitch punch me right in the face the other night. It's it's becoming a regular thing. It's okay. I know the pain. You know, when the menace jumped me with a ring bell and put me through a table, who knew that was going to happen? So I know what you mean. Just about to get, and that's what I was going to allude to. You went right there for me. That was great. Yeah. What is, uh, Everett Lee called and told me, uh, you know, we were talking about what he's been hearing and he told me about the whole uh, menace might be meeting with renegade. Uh, that can't be good. Tell me what you know about Menace. What he's well, you I tell you what, table? Menace. Yeah, Menace talking with anybody is no good. So for it to be also renegade makes it that much worse because the Menace is exactly that—a menace. He will come around. He will terrorize. He will do what he feels that he wants to do. However, he's not too bright upstairs, so it ends up being just kind of random and full of carnage. No pun intended. Wow. Wow. So, so, okay. So let me see. I heard you correctly. I think, uh, it wasn't just the table. He's hit you with a ring bell. That's right. He came up right behind me as, as, as we were getting ready to start a new segment on the Everly show and he came up right behind me, clocked me over the head, put me through the table and just started oh. beating me mercifully with that ring bell. 
Oh wow. Let me see. I'm watching I'm watching it now. I can't put the audio on because it'll mess up with what I'm doing here, but oh wow. It was definitely malicious. He shot, oh my god. That was that one shot with the bell. Holy he hit you a couple times with that damn thing. Wow. Oh, so, yeah. all right, so I ended up being in the hospital for a week. Firsthand. Oh, yes. And he will stop at nothing. But what's even worse is that he'll always get you from behind. He'll never do it to your face because he's just not that kind of guy. So that's why it scares me even oh, more that he's in talks right. with Renegade. I got you. I got you. He's one of those. All right. Yeah. Wonderful. And yeah, yeah. If that's not bad enough, now he's talking with Renegade. Wonderful. Just what we need. All right. Well, anyway, listen, uh, enough. I wanted to bring you on really not, not cause I wasn't expecting the whole menace news and, uh, and I certainly didn't know how well you know him or unfortunately that you know him. Um, but I brought you in really. I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, raw SmackDown this past week and, uh, Get your opinion on uh, on some of that. You know, we'll we'll be able to go ahead. We're going to talk more, obviously, about FXE and our shows. Uh, but really, uh, what I wanted to talk to you about was the uh, Raw show and uh, SmackDown. And we'll start obviously with the uh, Raw show first. You know, watching that show first off, what did you? Uh, I, I like to just ask a lot of the guests. You know, what did they like about it? What did they not like about it? So. You know, I want people to start getting an idea of, uh, you know, what your opinion is about wrestling in general, what your likes are, your dislikes. You know, get people to get to know you. They already know JT. They know myself. Let's hear a little bit about what you think of what's currently out there and the product that's out there. Let's get your opinion first about the Raw. What did you – let's start on a positive note. What did you like about this week's Raw? Well, honestly, there's a lot of good things you can kind of pull from this week's Raw, but the one thing they continually do that I just love is Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Them working together is so amazing, and now that they're best friends, it's, it's, just, it's just comedy gold, I tell you. They go out there and they just put on a show. But what's more interesting is the people now that are declaring for the Royal Rumble. People like the New Day and Braun Strowman and all these different people now that are going to be entering the Rumble, it's left it to a point where you really don't know who's going to win it. Yeah, it's going to be the the buildup isn't actually too bad towards the Royal Rumble. I'm actually I really that part of it I definitely uh, I definitely like that. Um, what did you feel about when you saw? Uh, well, at the one part to me it was. Uh, Interesting to see them. Carl Anderson defeats Cesaro. I mean, would you? Would you? When you saw that, would you think? Uh, you know, Seamus said he wouldn't get involved. Okay, but but then he you know. ran on down there. Now I yeah. understand. You know, obviously the lead up with Cesaro and Seamus. You know, they didn't like each other. They had that best of seven series that ended in a tie, and then they end up being tagged together. You know, begrudgingly, but. You're starting to see things now where Sheamus is becoming more willing to stick up for his tag partner. Something I probably couldn't say necessarily about a lot of other teams. So it's it, it's nice to see them start to kind of gain more camaraderie because they are a great team. And honestly, they could go really far as, as a tag team. But 
I'm not sure exactly how long it's going to last because you are talking about two extremely talented individuals. To uh, yeah, and it's actually nice to be able to have that kind of talent though, and be able to put them together and not really feel it on your talent pool. So, um, you know, if you can, why not keep it together for a little bit? I would, if you could, and they can. So, um, one of the things that I liked about it, okay, uh, I'm going to go with my first, my positive first as well, is uh, I'm glad that they're finally putting Strowman where he needs to be. Where he needs to be with the big boy names. You know, they did enough where they had him go through, what was it, like almost two and a half, three months of squash matches. Okay, just wasting Legitimate squash matches. Yeah, yeah. And (laughs) now it's good to see, you know, because that's one of the things that I always hear that, you know, uh, the WWE is missing the guys like Hogan and, uh, you know, Oh, King Kong Bundy and all this stuff. Here you've got a guy that can fill that role. He is he is a huge man. And um, oh, yeah. you know, talking about talking about the, being able to develop that, and now finally seeing seeing him with the names that he belongs with. Okay, or if you're trying to really build somebody, he should be with those names. And they finally put Strowman there, and I'm glad that they have now. They're going to have to somehow, I would imagine, find him somebody to speak. Or uh, I can't imagine him doing, you know, he's not much Mike friendly, if you ask me. So, <laughs> interesting. But that's the one thing that I liked. Let's go with the, uh, I'm going to go with first with the thing that I didn't like. And then I'll let you uh, chime in. You might probably, maybe you don't like it as well. Uh, maybe you feel the same way, but. Mm, am I the only one going, come on, you really had Bailey beat Nia Jax? <laughs> I don't, I don't really stop. Why? Well, I, 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 I just, that one, I don't understand. Bailey, is that over? Bailey, is that over to beat Nia Jax one-on-one? Really? <laughs> I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I was impressed. I was impressed that she was able to suplex her. I'll tell you, but I don't know. I was me personally. I'm just not crazy about that one. I just don't. I don't get that. But anyway, was there anything that you didn't like about Raw? Or you you just came away that you really liked it? Well, one thing I didn't like actually was the ending to the Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins match. Now they had that stipulation where if uh, the loser would end up being banned from ringside from the U.S. title match later on in the night. Now, one thing I didn't like though was the intentional disqualification by Kevin Owens in front of the referee. I felt like it had it had made no sense whatsoever. Why would you do something like that and end up hurting your best friend? So it didn't make real sense to me why they took that angle with that, but. You know, at the end of the day, WWE does a lot of things that don't make sense sometimes. So, kind of a little bit of give and take with it, I guess. Well, I, I found a completely, uh, completely polar opposite feelings on the idea. Do you like Goldberg being back and, and coming out and, just, you know, all of a I sudden mean, it, now he's the beast? 
I mean, it, it's nice just because, you know, you had that nostalgia of having Goldberg there. You know, he was a really great WCW icon. And of course, had the winning streak and all that. And, of course, you know, everybody remembers his uh, one-year run with WWE back in 2003 and 2004. But it's nice to see him back. He's really in shape. However, I feel like they're pushing him to be something that he was 15, 20 years ago. And I feel like the match with Brock Lesnar not only killed all Brock Lesnar's win over The Undertaker. So it just, honestly, to me, I really don't like it. I mean, it's cool to see him out there. It's cool to see him still be able to do what he does. But I don't know. I, I personally don't like it because I feel like it holds back younger talent who should be taking that spot. Well, and it leads me to this one. And I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. I think about somebody that's coming back and where he's going to fit into this lineup now and who his potential matches will be against is Finn Balor. <laughs> who, uh, who's going to be, you know, who's going to be available and who are they going to put him with? I mean, they can't put – they just went ahead, put a strap on him. That, uh, he was literally there 15 seconds. He hadn't unpacked his luggage yet, and they already put a belt on him, okay? And, and now when he comes back, what are you going to do? Who are you going to put him against? And do you put him a belt or put a strap on him again before his luggage is unpacked? <laughs> and that's the thing with Finn Balor, too, is that – he is so over with the crowd. The crowd loves him. But like you said, he wasn't there 15 seconds, hasn't even unpacked, he already won the strap. So I, And then, next thing you know, he's having to relinquish said strap because he gets injured. Now, you know, I know a lot of people are waiting for him to return, but it, I feel like whatever magic was there won't be quite there when he returns. It's not going to be the same. And that's the sad point of a lot of these things that happen is that you have a guy come back from injury and it's just not the same. Same thing with Seth Rollins. When he came back, it just wasn't quite the same. And you also haven't seen him recapture the title yet either. So I'm kind of interested just to see what they're going to do. I have a feeling he might end up in the Royal Rumble match, maybe. But I honestly don't know what they're going to do with him at this point. Oh, it's interesting because – you can't go through all of that with the makeup and the and the uh, entrance and all that that he does and the theatrics to have him be a middle card performer. Agreed. Might as well put him back in NXT if you do that. Yeah. I'm serious. You bury the kid. So yeah, me, I'm just trying to figure. I'm trying to sit there and wonder. What does Raw do when he comes back? Who, who, where, and how is this? Are they going to fit him back in? So uh, it's just going to be interesting. So you know, especially with the title picture getting so muddled. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's pretty much every belt now with them. Um, uh, That's that's been a whole new twist. Is uh, once upon a time WWE the person held the strap for a while. Now they change it like they change their underwear. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But very, yeah, very true. Ahead. Very. Let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit and go over to SmackDown for a little bit. You know, I, I I'm the one who covers for FantasyJusticeSports.com. I'm the one who covers SmackDown and uh, does the article for it. And I was a little sarcastic this week. I named it 
SmackDown versus commercials uh, just because uh, that that just drives me nuts. I mean, I just I don't understand it. Now you are a fan. Here's here's what I want to ask you. You know, before I get into because there was actually some. Here's the problem. There was actually some good wrestling uh, when they actually gave it a couple of minutes. Um, oh, I guess yeah. my problem is is that between talking and commercials and then actual wrestling, there's very little wrestling time on. At least on this past SmackDown, there was, and I, I just don't. I, I don't understand. You're a sports fan. Could you imagine? Tom Brady drops back to throw the ball. Commercial. <laughs> I tell you what, a lot of people will be calling into their cable provider asking why. <laughs> okay. Clayton Kershaw, baseball, goes back, rears back. It is the it is the seventh inning. It's a tie game, and the bases are loaded. Two out, three-two count. Kershaw, the pitch. Hi, how you doing? I'd like to uh, talk to you about Snuggies. Come on, really? <laughs> really? I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, you can't. There's no other sport out there that does that. I mean, you kill your action as it is. And here, I'm sorry, because that is something that both Raw and SmackDown do. And I forgot to mention this earlier when we were talking about Raw. Is you start out a wrestling show with 10, 15, sometimes up to 20 minutes of talking. Did I turn into wrestling or did I turn into a talk show? Because I'll tell you one thing. I know I can watch a talk show like Springer. And there's wrestling on Springer faster than there is on some of these WWE programs. <laughs> and I agree. And what's funny is both shows this week started with a promo. Well, I, I, I don't understand. And they were fortunate because Monday night's crowd was absolutely god-awful. Tuesday night's crowd was better. Uh, they had a good crowd for Tuesday night over in Jacksonville. Uh, Tampa crowd was uh, dead quiet, it seemed like. And, you know, the point being is, is when you start out just talking, okay, how is that, how is that getting your crowd boosted for the next uh, several hours of spectacle that you're going to put on? No, they, they get in their seats. They're ready to go. I'm finally at a WWE event. And I've got to sit there and listen to them talk first. I don't even get to see wrestling for a while. Yeah, no, no. That That's just, that's, I can promise you one thing, folks. Very little promo work first at the show. When we do ours, very little at the beginning. We'll get in there. Don't worry. They'll be talking. There's going to be a lot in there. Don't worry. But I can promise you one thing. Action will be happening shortly after your butts are in the seats, and I bet you your seats won't even be warm yet. Okay, so then we're going to have some fun with that. That's uh, uh, that's what I just don't understand. Now, on the good part about the show, uh, Chris, let me ask you something: Is uh, what what did you like in particular? Was there anything that Honestly, you know, jumped out at you? 
Well, one thing that week in and week out always jumps out at me is the Miz and his ability to cut a promo, especially if you watch Talking Smack after the show. Amazing work. But other than that, one thing I really want to point out is Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler. Both are amazing talent. Baron Corbin is going to be is going to be a big big name one day. Everybody just needs to watch because that guy is going to be amazing. But Dolph mm-hmm. Ziggler and what he did, and to me, it seems like he's turning heel. He's turning his back on everybody. I, you know, I feel sorry for the guy. He's had so many opportunities to slip through his fingers, and now it seems like everything has just melted down. And I'm very interested to see where it's going to go from here because he ended up backstage and ended up uh, talking some smack and getting physical with Apollo Crews. So very interested to see where things are going to go from there. Yeah, because let me tell you, and if you notice, Corbin's been getting tatted up more and more. He's adding oh, yeah. more and more ink. So uh, he's he's not done inventing himself yet. He He's new, so he's, he's working on it little by little. And to have somebody like, hey, listen, Dolph Ziggler put him over last night. That's nice. Uh, that's a that's a nice upward progression for him in my eyes. Um, Absolutely. The, 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 you know, one of the things though is uh, I don't. I'm not a big fan of uh, Ellsworth anymore as it is, and I, I just that's funny. Him and Carmella is just that whole thing. That's funny. <laughs> I feel like uh, Carmella's almost being punished. Like, <laughs> what's going on here? That is, I think that is funny, funny as hell. Um, the whole Brizingo and American Alpha, I mean, literally seconds. Seconds. I mean, yeah, I think I sneezed and the match was over. Yeah, pretty much. And then, uh, no, I liked it. I liked it. It gets you ready. It's, uh, you know, and then we've got next week now on this one here, Nikki Bella versus Daddy and American Alpha versus the Wyatt family, which I think that one right there, I want to see what they do, what the ending is of that one, because Alpha's the champ, Wyatt's uh, the Wyatt's. I mean, can you have the Wyatt's lose twice? Or are you going to pull, here we go again, another quick strap change, you know? So what do you think? But the one thing I kind of wonder with that, yeah, what I wonder with that, though, is uh, if you you paid attention closely to that promo that the Wyatts uh, uh, cut after American Alpha 1 was after Bray Wyatt left the screen, Randy Orton came up to the camera and said, run. So... I'm kind of wondering what's happening there. Is Randy Orton rethinking possibly being part of the Wyatts? Is is he seeing maybe what the true face of fear is, and is, is becoming scared himself as an apex predator? I'm not. I'm not sure exactly what's happening there. No, no, but we're gonna we're gonna find out a little bit more next week, and I'm really looking. I, I really am. I'm really looking forward to finding out on that match. Nikki Bella, Natty, eh? All right. Um, Baron Corbin and Cena. Uh, I really don't. I, I highly doubt Corbin's going to win that one. But it'll <laughs> be interesting to see how Cena does it. Yeah, but my guess is Cena doesn't win clean. I don't know how you. I feel also about have that. a feeling that might happen, and I, I've noticed he's since he's come back. He's John Cena's almost had this kind of a. I don't want to say necessarily a mean streak because I don't feel like it's been fully expressed yet but it's all about you better recognize john cena and 
kind of just feels kind of harvesting back to the days of when he was the doctor of thugonomics. So I'm not sure exactly what's happening with him either. So, you know, if it, if it ends in a dirty finish, I honestly would not be surprised. Well, my guess, and I'll leave you with this one and I'll let you go because we only have a couple of minutes left. Um, my guess is, is that it will be a dirty finish with AJ Styles, of course. Mm. Now that would be interesting. So that's where that's going to, that's where that's going to go. So anyway, Chris, great, great first time on now next week. We'll have you on for the full show. We'll have JT back. We'll get everybody in here and get the FXE people and the FXE live people used to hearing you and JT what's going to be magic together. I cannot wait. I am really looking forward to not just further uh, broadcast with you, but obviously our wrestling shows. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on, Jester. And all fans out there, remember, you can always keep up with Chris Carnage at Facebook.com slash Chris Carnage Official or at Planet Carnage on Twitter. You got it. You got it. You know what? Give that one again and slow it down, baby. Jeez, give people a chance to get that one. Go ahead. I'm just too darn excited because there is so much going on. I tell you what, I I, these fans just have no idea what they're in for. But again, in case you missed it, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Chris Carnage Official and at Planet Carnage on Twitter. You heard it there, folks. Chris Carnage and FXE. Folks, I can't tell you how happy I am to have that man. You hear what he brings, and yeah, he he knows. he's He finally at that meeting the other day uh, that Tinsdale wrote about. We sat, we talked, you know, once once we talked about him joining on, and uh, we actually got to talk about what we have in store and what's coming down the pike. Uh, he was he was he was really excited. He's a wrestling fan. He loves wrestling, so he, he appreciates a good production, and that's what we're about to give. If you missed it earlier, folks, March eighteenth. Mark your calendar. FXE is coming. You think I was, look it, I was pumped. If you listen to the beginning of the show, if you missed it, go back, listen to the beginning of this show and listen to what I was like at the beginning of this show. Excited to be back because I had missed being on and I only missed one week. Literally. Can you imagine what our shows are going to be like? I can't wait that week before, I'm not going to be able to sleep. I'm going to be honest with you, folks. But anyway, thanks so much. FantasyJustTheSports.com, Blog Talk Radio, and all those involved that bring the show, thank you so much. Again, this has been the Fantasy Jester, FXE Live. Pay attention. You better be paying attention, folks. We're coming. Next week. Chris Carson joins the show. That's right, folks. The one, the only Chris Carson, president of Southern Championship Wrestling, will be joining our show. This is the Fantasy Jester, and I am out of here.
you captured. Just let it slip. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are.